In this Sikha, the Rebbe is going to be exploring the difference between the generations from Adam to Noyach and then the generations from Noyach till Avram. We have a mission in Pirkei that tells us that there were ten generations from Noyach to Avram. This is to let us know how patient Hashem is because here we had all of these generations making Hashem angry till finally Avram Avinu comes along and he gets the reward for all of these generations. The first question that Rebbe asks is, if these are generations that are making Hashem angry, then how is it that Avram Avinu is getting their reward? Which reward are we talking about? Furthermore, let's have a look in the Mishnah just before this. The Mishnah described ten generations from Adam to Noyach, also telling us how much patience Hashem has. Here you had these generations making Hashem so angry until finally He brings the Mabul upon them. But in this case, it does not say about anyone getting their reward. And the simple reason for that we re- would be, because if they're making Hashem angry, clearly they don't deserve any reward. So why is it by the ten generations from Noyach to Avram, we're saying Avram Avinu gets their reward. So the arm of Farshim that say that every single person has a designated portion in Gan Eden, and if they don't get it, somebody else might have the schus and get this person's portion. But if that's the case, the question will become, what about the ten generations between Adam and Noyach? If they didn't deserve it, then Noyach should have gotten their portion in Gan Eden. So some of Farshim will explain that Noyach didn't daven for his generation. He wasn't makariv. These people didn't bring them closer to Hashem to make them act in the proper way. And this is why he doesn't get their reward. Where Avram Avinu, as we know, influenced his pe- the people in his generation, brought them closer to Hashem. So he deserves to get their reward. The question, however, will still remain. And if we do say that, yes, it's true that Noyach didn't deserve to get the reward, but if everybody, if everyone does have a portion in Gan Eden, then what happens to the portion of those ten generations? Certainly we're not going to say that there's just some portion in Gan Eden that's remaining completely useless. So we must say that somehow those generations didn't deserve any reward at all because of the way they angered Hashem, and we need to understand how are those first ten generations different to the next ten generations where we say they do have a portion, and Avram is going to get it. Another question that Rebbe asks is, what exactly is the Mishnah even teaching us about Hashem being an Erech Apayim, how much patience Hashem has, where clearly we have a posseg that describes Hashem as being Erech Apayim, and as Rashi tells us over there, it means both for Tzaddikim and for Rishoyim. Now we might say that what the mission is trying to tell us is to what extent Hashem's patience is up until 10 generations. But we still need to understand what is the significance exactly of this idea of 10 generations. In order to understand all of this, the Rebbe has a look at the order of the Mishnahs in that Peirik of Pirkei Yavis, in the fifth Peirik of Pirkei Yavis. And what happens in the Peirik is the first mission is describing how Hashem created the world with the 10 sayings with 10 utterances. The next thing the Mishnah is discussing is these ten generations that we just described, from Adam to Noyach, from Noyach to Lavram. And the question is, why is this Mishnah coming following that first Mishnah? Seemingly, if it's based just on chronological, the time order of the way things happen, then there's a Mishnah further in Pirkei which described the ten things that Hashem created on the Friday of creation, Bein Hashemoshes. Seemingly, that should have been just following the Mishnah about the ten Ma'amorais, just before describing the generations which would happen after that Friday. So the Rebbe says the explanation is, 
In that previous mission of Basara Ma'amoris Nivra Ha'olam, the Mishnah explains that why are we being told that the world was created with ten sayings. This is in order that the Rishoyim who are destroying a world that Hashem created with ten sayings, they are going to be punished and to give reward to the Tzaddikim that Mekayim that sustain the world, that keep the world going, that Hashem had created with that, those ten sayings. Says the Rebbe, it's in connection to these two categories of people, the Rishoyim that destroy the world and the Tzaddikim that sustain the world, it's in continuation to these two things that the Mishnah tells us the same two ideas about the two sets of ten generations. The first set of ten generations from Adam to Noyach, these are like the Rishoyim that the Mishnah is speaking about previously that destroy the world. And because they are Rishoyim that destroy the world, so Hashem also brings a mabul on them and destroys them. However, we now have another set of ten generations between Noyach and Avram, which over here, Avram Avinu was able to be Mekayim. Avram Avinu was able to sustain the world. Avram Avinu was able to give in that even into the previous generations, there should be something positive about them. And therefore, as opposed to the first 10 generations, which Hashem destroys completely, and they have no reward, here we're saying no. Avram Avinu gave Ekiyum into those generations, and therefore there is reward, and he's the one that's going to get it. What is the difference between these two sets of ten generations? So the Rebbe says, we know, for example, by wars. When Yidin fought wars, there were certain things that they had to destroy completely, certain things they were able to take as booty, as spoils. And the same thing is true the way we deal the war, the battle with the evil of the Klippos in the world. There are certain things that are completely raw, completely bad, have no good. And those are the things that, like the Mabul, we need to destroy completely. That's the only way to deal with them. The Rebbe gives an example of the Alter Rebbe says about the Parah Duma needed to be burnt because it represents the absolute evil, although the ash remaining of it is something that could be transformed because it just represents the general Koyach HaMesava, the desire that a person has, which could be used for good things. So we have, again, certain things that need to be destroyed completely, and then there are certain negative things that even though we don't see the positivity, the godly spark inside of them, but they do have a good spark, and what we need to do is allow it to exist, transform it from bad to good, and utilizing it in a proper way. Says the Rebbe, this is the difference between the two sets of ten generations. The first ten generations were absolutely evil, they were destroying the world, and therefore they needed to be wiped away completely. Whereas the ten generations between Noyach and Avraham was the kind of bad that was able to be t- transformed, and therefore Avraham Avinu through his Avoida, he is being Mekayim the world, he's able to give some sort of positivity into the world, transforming these things, and therefore he gets the reward also for those ten generations. Why ten specifically? Says the Rebbe, we know that the idea of ten generally represents the Shlemus, a full, complete idea encompassing all the different levels. This is both true in the side of Kedusha, as well as in the side of Klippa. And therefore Hashem waits, is patient up until ten generations. That means to say, waiting until the full measure of all ten levels are completed, and then, if everything is completely evil, then that obviously has to be dealt with in the proper way. The Rebbe now applies this in a person on his own personal level. A person is also like a Olam Katan. And a person also has different stages and different periods. The Rebbe says you can have a situation where a person was for ten days, again, the number ten, which represents completely involved in something negative. 
And sometimes a person may think, well, life is still going on fine. Life is still going on normal. Even though I completed my measure of chas v'shalim, doing bad things. And perhaps, you know, the Ebishter is just going to allow me to keep on going. So we say no. You have to realize that there comes a time that this is over. And we need to really deal with it and get rid of all the bad. And this itself is going to be in two ways. Number one, those, the negative we completely have to eradicate, we completely have to destroy. But then that's not enough. Because even if we got, stopped doing the negativity and we eradicated the negativity, we also didn't utilize the time properly for positive things. A person was given his days in life to do avoid the Hashem in a proper way. Therefore, now comes another set of avoidas Hashem, like the second ten generations, you have to give a kiyum, you have to give positivity into those previous days. That means you need to take whatever is possible from the negative, transform it again into positive, transforming the darkness into light, and in that way get the reward also for all of the previous days and avoidas.